the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome to Yak Radio, a radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now, here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome, and I guess I could say this is a happy new year, a little bit ahead of time. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Folks, when labor costs are going sky high, you need to find a way to get through the day. If you have a liquor store, a corner market, large grocery store, doesn't make any difference. Well, Southwest Point of Sale can get you hooked up with self-checkout. Give them a call at 800-540-2149. They'll come out, take a look. And if their equipment fits your equipment, you will be ahead of the game. All right. Also, a big shout out to San Diego Propane. Go to www.sd-propane.com, 619-460-1705. And, of course, West Escondido Auto and Transmissions, four locations, four or five. Five. Jeez, the guy has no life. But, hey, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. WestAutomotiveGroup.com. And by the way, a big shout out to Brendan and his lovely wife and that little uh, broccoli sprout they got. He uh, bounced back from a cold. That guy is the cutest thing I think I have ever seen. He should be on the Gerber's. Uh, well, you couldn't put him on the baby food jar. Well, I'm waiting for, uh, you know, those radio stations do like the, you have the cutest baby in the county. You're, you would win. Oh, yeah. I'm but gonna, you couldn't put him on a baby food jar because he's a little on the large size. Uh, that, that, I don't, yeah, I guess have, you're right. You right. have to put him on the court that's, jar. That's true. That's true. You couldn't put him on the little tiny <laughs> one. I, I was thinking the Costco values. Well, yeah, the Costco's. <laughs> now, he's got the eyes and the and the smile. You could put that on the baby. That's but true. You couldn't put the rest of it. I swear he's a wrestler. He looks like that. That's he? what I told yeah. your wife. I says he looks like a little wrestler. All right, hey, Ferrari's out. Did you go see it? No, not yet. You've been yet. a little busy. I yeah, get it. I, get it. I, I did go to the drive-in theater. I'm surprised they didn't uh, show that there. So. I know. I and see. they're closing down today. I know today's last day. So yeah. if you're going to a swap meet, this is time to do it. No, well, uh, actually, good news: the swap meet is extended to June of uh, next year. They did mention they signed a contract to have it extended till June. So they're going to have it every month? Yeah, every Saturday and Sunday. Well, then what's with the drive-in? The drive-in portion, like, you know, the actual movie theater part, it's closed down for sure. Yes. And uh, after that, the swap meet officially has to find a new spot uh, after that. So this is only like a temporary move. So we'll see what happens from that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But anyway, if you haven't gone to see the movie Ferrari, I've gone. It's, I loved it. I'm going to go see it again. It's not what I expected. If you're a total hardcore race fan, it's not going to be your cup of tea. But if you like the history of Enzo Ferrari, not all of it, just a certain portion of it, you'll want to go see it. Now, I interviewed Robert Nagel. He's a stunt coordinator for Ferrari. I've got three interviews. When they first talked about it, we talked about it again. Then I went to the movie, and I I called him up, and we had a recap. 
So sit back, take a listen. Uh, we're going to run them t- to their extent. It's going to kind of go into some commercial time, but that's why I left the tail end open so we have room to, to discuss it. So sit back and take a listen. All right. Hey, folks, if you thought Ford versus Ferrari was an amazing movie and nobody could make it any better or outdo it, have I got a surprise for you. Ferrari's coming in uh, at Christmas, and I've got the stunt coordinator, Robert Nagle, on the line. And I tell you, I got to watch a couple little clips of it. Oh, my goodness. If, you, if you're into history and you want to know everything about Enzo Ferrari and where his mindset was, this is a movie you have to put on your bucket list, and you have to go to the theater. You have to sit in row 13, seat 14, and that's exactly the perfect place to sit and watch this movie. Robert, how you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Thanks for having me on this morning. I really appreciate it. And, I'm t- and I didn't realize you did Baby Driver and uh, Yeah. God, what a what a great career! I mean, it's not over. You still got more in you, but you know, I think we talked last time. I always wanted to be a stunt driver. I mean, I would roll cars down the side of a mountain, no seat belts. I tried to drive a '53 Plymouth through a door that was eight inches narrower than my car at seventy. I mean, I could just on and on and on. I remember you telling me that. But, you know, you're kind of moving on a little farther. I understand you're starting to do, is it YouTube where you're where you're actually showing uh, up-and-coming guys and girls on how to stunt drive? That, unfortunately, that is not me. We did we did do a segment with Donut Media um, on how a stunt is broken down. That might be what you're referring to. That's exactly what I was referring to. Yep. So, without giving away all of the goodies in Ferrari... And I don't want to put you on the spot. Comparing that to Ford versus Ferrari, where would you put that movie? You know, they're they're very similar but different. They're just, um, you know, yeah. Ford Ferrari. We're dealing with rivalries. Um, here, we're dealing with drivers and the conflicts with the drivers and how Enzo uh, handles all that and handles his race team. It's 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 a little more personal, I think. Yeah. I, I kind of got that even from the clip, uh, but I got to tell you, if, if folks, if you've ever read anything about Enzo Ferrari, may not be the guy you'd want to work for. <laughs> I mean, even though he puts you in top-notch equipment, his mentality was maybe not necessarily a motivator for you. But be that as it may. The movie from the teeny, teeny clips that I've seen have really got me on the edge of my chair. I cannot wait for that to hit the theaters. I mean, uh, it's just, it's just, you know, and again, there's a lot of similarities, it seems like, in the race filming of Ford versus Ferrari, which is truly a positive. You know, a lot of people say, what, Le Mans and Grand Prix were the best? I don't think so. I think Ford versus Ferrari and possibly Ferrari, because I haven't seen it, could be the best cinematography and the all-around race car movies out there. Don't you kind of agree? I can't argue that for a moment. And, you know, but some of it is attributed to technology that we use now that didn't exist as far as being able to photograph cars at speed. 
Um, and you know, you, you get a group of guys that really know what they're doing, and we'll give you some really cool action. Oh, like I said, just the trailer alone had me on the edge of my chair. I mean, I was lucky to turn it off just as you were calling in. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, are you guys going to do anything around Christmas? You'll probably do it in LA, as far as you know, a premiere. Out of fact. Yes, there is a premiere. I I apologize. I think the premiere date for us is the 12th, and then the actual opening will be uh, Christmas for the general public. That's awesome. So, of all the Ferraris that I've seen in the clip, how many of them were real and how many of them were manufactured for the movie? You tell me. What do you think? Ah, I hate you. I knew you were going to do I couldn't tell. <laughs> Tell, darn it. You got me. I and I did you. my job. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So you got, geez, you got so, and you know, just reading your bio and how you got into it and, and where it took you and, you know, and again, you know, it was, it was one of those things inside you. I mean, but you kind of were more of an engineer at first and then got into drag racing. And I had to laugh because you said it was boring. I could have I could totally 100% agree. I got to take a nostalgic front-engine dragster down the strip, cut an 04 light, beat the other guy, came back, and my buddy says, all right, you want to do it again? I go, hell no, I don't want to do it again. He goes, why? I'm not sitting in the staging lanes for 45 minutes sweating my you-know-what Exactly. Yeah, give me something. Yeah, so I'm going someplace else. I'm going to do some road racing. I got a bug-eyed Sprite. That's (laughs) That's the car that will keep you busy. Well, hey, I read in Road and Track, if you ever wanted to be a race car driver, that was the car to begin in. I literally joined the Army, go to Germany. They sent me to Korea because I was going to build a Lotus Super 7, take the driving schools, and I was going to be it. I already had it all figured out, but it didn't go that way. Take over the world, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. So what uh, can you talk about? You got anything coming up next that, uh, you know, that people will be excited there's stuff in the works. Nothing's been inked yet, um, so I hesitate to discuss it. It's just a, how, you know, I don't want to jinx it. How's that? Well, it do me a favor and tell me AI is not going to get in there and, and mess uh, up. Please tell me that. It's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's, you know, look, it's it's, it's just an, a, another advanced version of CG that just they've renamed it and recanned it. Um, yeah. I don't see that happening for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, you know, and I know, I know technology, technology. I mean, look at, you know, if you go back to Bullet, you know, they used to say that was the greatest chase scene in the world. I always ask everybody, well, how many times did he pass the Volkswagen? You know, yeah. Must have passed it 18 times. But, you know, I, I get how technology comes together. But, you know, the guys that do your stunt work, and I know you put hours and hours and hours into making it absolutely, and I think it's the way you want it, or is it the way the producer wants it? It's really collaboration with, uh, you know, me and the director and getting right. his vision uh, the way he'd like it, you know, to do it, for him to convey his vision to me and then for me to make that happen on camera. Um, right. And it's just different directors want me involved at different levels. So there's right. no one answer to that. But it is a back-and-forth collaboration. Um, 
of getting their vision. And uh, yeah, and sometimes there's a, a, a check for in reality and like, well, we can't really do that or we can do it, but it's not going to fit this or not fit that. So it's, yeah, it's an ongoing collaboration. Yeah. And, and let's face it, you know, yet they know how to direct, but yet you know how to deliver. And they Correct. have and they have to respect your ability to be able to say, nah, I don't think, I know it sounds good, but no, we're not going to be able to do that, if nothing else, for safety. And I, I didn't read it the last time I interviewed you, but I read it this time, the only bone you've ever broke in your whole body is your thumb. Yeah, I've been very lucky. Dude, yeah, you better, whatever you have on in that car, you better kiss <laughs> it, rub it on the top of your head. But that's... <laughs> one of these days, I swear, I, I definitely would like to sit down and chat with you. I, I, I And I hope you have a book in the works someplace. Uh, I probably should, and you're not the first to mention that. So I should revisit that. That's a really good point. And just title it The Stuntman. That's all you got to do. Just that's that <laughs> book cover. Well, you know, I interview, I do six hours of radio every Sunday, and I do a motorsport show, and I interview uh-huh. a lot of kids, you know, six, starting at six years old on up. I tell wow. every of them, get a diary, put it next to your bed, and every night before you lay down, write a page, good, bad, and different. And by the time you're 40, you'll have a number one bestseller, and maybe a movie. That's fantastic advice. It really is. Well, because just think if you would have done it. Just think if I would have done it. Yeah. Nobody ever told us. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I can't wait. I literally cannot wait to see the movie. And, and I heard you laugh when I told you the row and the seat. Trust me. If somebody's sitting there, if I have to pay them to get them to move over one or two, <laughs> I do. Is that your I seat? Got totally figured out. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I'll, I'll I'll check that out for sure. Yeah, it makes all the difference in the world. All right, buddy. Hey, I'm going to let you go because I know you're super busy. Uh, maybe what we can do after uh, it airs and I've seen it, uh, maybe we could come back and, uh, you know, go after it again. And I know it's going to be a blockbuster, and you've probably got another uh, one of them tall gold guys that's going to sit on your uh, mantle. I have a sneaky feeling. Never know. But, yeah, I would love to come back and uh, revisit this for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Be safe and have a great holiday season. And I know what I'm doing Christmas Day. <laughs> I might join you. How's that? Let's do it, brother. We can have a blast. All right. It's a date. Thanks, buddy. Take care. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. Happy New Year, all you folks out there. Segment brought to you by South Bay Auto House. Got a Mercedes Benz looking for an alternative? You can't beat South Bay Auto House. 310 Trialsdale Street. Over 25 years of service. That's right. They have been taking care of the public that long. Uh, they, it's just a great grump bunch of guys. You got to take a run down there sometime if you ever get that opportunity. And I guarantee you, you will be absolutely thrilled to death. Auto House, SouthBay.com, AutoHouseSouthBay.com. You can get pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. They'll buy your Mercedes before you trade it in. Just go see Gary and Rick. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. Bumper Doc Santee for scratches, dings, and dents. Santee Bumper Doc. Go see Angel. Uh, Definitely a lot less expensive than you'd find at a body shop. 
but yet the quality is there. 619-258-0433. All right, hey, we got a second interview I did with Robert Nagel. So that, and of course, the last one is the one you're going to want to know about because it is after I saw the movie. So take a listen. Okay, folks, three more days, and actually four more days, whatever. Monday, Christmas Day, Ferrari will be in theaters. I already looked locally, and I've already reserved my tickets because I am going to go see the movie. I got Robert Nagel on the line. He's he's the uh, stunt coordinator, and you were nice enough to send me some uh, clips on how these cars were built. Dude, you would, it, that tore my heart out to know that you built them and the ones you built in metal are going to be destroyed. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah, the aluminum body ones were, we we did that intentionally for to wreck them because it, it needs to look real. Sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, all of them will be crushed. All of them? All of them. Not, you don't even get to keep one? <laughs> I tried to fit it in my pocket. God, you know, by watching that clip, I swear that could be a company built. You know, you you see, uh, you know, all the Cobra replicas, right? Those could be replicas and make money with them. Yeah, Ferrari has a thing about copying their cars. <laughs> yeah, They're very uh, touchy about that. Now, what engines? What en- I mean, you didn't use Ferrari engines, did you? No, I, I would love to have. Um, but no, we used a contemporary. Uh, it was a four-cylinder. It was a supercharged four-cylinder. Makes about three hundred and forty horsepower. That's enough it's, for me. Well, considering the cars weigh eighteen hundred pounds, it's a lot of horsepower. <laughs> oh my god! You must have the time of your life. I swear. Somebody's got to do it, Dave. You know. Yeah, all right. Listen to you. How many times do you pinch yourself a day when, you know, doing this? I mean, you have to. Oh, my God, I can't even believe it. Pretty much every morning I get up. Yeah, I would say so. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, so for people that, you know, this is the second interview I'm doing it with Robert. Kind of give us a background. What is this story about? Is it about Enzo Ferrari? Is it about his manufacturing, or is it all of the above? It's all of the above. It's just it it's it's this you know it's a quick snapshot in uh, in the life of Enzo Ferrari, where he's battling to keep his company alive. He's trying to keep his his family you know together, and at the same time uh, win races, which is that's his his whole focus in life is to win races. And it's hard to make money when you put race cars ahead of production cars, because you just don't have that many people walking out buying race cars. And the, and the purses back in those days was really not as substantial as they are today. Oh yeah. It was almost non-existent. It was the prestige. That was the purse was the prestige. So how far back do you guys go with Enzo's life when he was a kid or how I mean, I'm not giving away any of the movie, folks. Trust me, because it'll <laughs> on the edge of your seat. We we touch a little bit um, uh, in the 30s when he was actually a, a driver, um, and then we fast forward to uh, 1957. Okay, very very good. And I and folks, you're going to get everything you want in this movie. There's some there's some heartache. 
and I won't explain it to you, but the heartache did result in a vehicle being named after a situation that Enzo had to go through. Uh-huh. And I think that was probably one of the most devastating parts of his life that I don't think he ever got over. Yeah, I don't think that ever resolved for him. You know, it, I mean, that had to be, you're not supposed to bury your children. And so right. I'm sure that, you know, I can only, only imagine what that's like. And you could almost say that about everybody that has children, really, when you come right down to it. He wasn't absolutely. Any, he wasn't any different than anybody else. Uh, what was the reason you guys brought it out on Christmas Day? Was there any significance to it, or was it just that no one's working? <laughs> um, I wish I could answer that for you, but I think it's way above my pay grade, Dave. <laughs> and by the way, folks, you know, if the wife is sitting there listening to this, they're going, ah, oh, geez, another car movie. It's not a car movie. It's it's no. it's a, it's almost a documentary. Yeah, I mean, we're covering you know part of Enzo's life, and you know, just the the drama with the family struggle is it's the way Michael tells the story. It's it's very captivating. Yeah, very very much so. And the small clips that I have seen, you know, the 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 cinematography, the accuracy, the sound. I mean, you guys had to put a lot of effort into sound because any good car enthusiast, you know, they have to have the right sound to go with the, with the picture. Now, the sound guys did an amazing job. You know, there was a whole dialogue of, you know, the different engines and how they sound, the, the V12 versus the V8 and the harmonics of all that. It just, yeah, it, the car guy will definitely go, that's not right. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know, it didn't say who the driver was. He was sitting in a Ferrari, and he'd taken it out for a buzz, and he came back, and he says, well, it doesn't have an ashtray, and Maserati has an ashtray. I don't know who that guy was, but I'm surprised Enzo didn't punch him dead in the nose. That was Yeah, that that was uh, Piero Taruffi, who ended up winning the Mila Milia. But they, you know, they're... Uh, they had a long relationship, so I think he was able to get away with uh, some of that banter with Enzo. Yeah, no, it's uh, so it's it's going to be airing on Christmas Day, folks. Wherever you're at in the United States and probably around the world, as we do podcasts this show, just Google Ferrari theaters in your area, <clears throat> and there's a good chance you're going to be able to. Uh, Take the family and go watch an amazing, amazing movie. And I'm, I, I'll, I will be attending uh, Christmas Day as well, Dave. Well, I'm sure you will, even though, yeah. of course, because you want to see it from the other side. Absolutely, I do. It's 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 really fun to sit with an audience uh, and watching the film. It oh. has a different feel to it, you know. Well, you know, no offense, but nobody knows you if they walked into a grocery store and seen you pick no. it up. They wouldn't know you from Adam, right? Absolutely, yeah. And that does kind of make it nice when you want to have dinner with the family and you don't get inundated by, you know, all kinds of people plus the paparazzis. So we were trying to talk a little bit off air about what's your next uh, adventure, and I'm sure you're like the car manufacturers. You can't talk about it. But I was suggesting that the, a history of Dale Earnhardt Sr., we did. They did a film on him late nineties. Um, yeah, like not like what you guys do, and not uh-huh. with the, and not with the technology that you guys have today versus the nineties. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, no, you're 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 absolutely correct. Yeah, we could do it better today for sure. Yeah, and I think I mean, to me, I mean, and that's only because I'm a, just a die in the wool. I mean, I have a shrine at my house, okay, with every single thing I could find in relationship to Earnhardt. It's in wow. my house in the front room, okay. But that's just me. <laughs> Love I'm that. A, I am a. I'm a I'm a total nut, and I'm a Ferrari guy. I'm a Cooper guy. I'm a, I'm a look. I didn't go to my class high school uh, prom because Monaco Monte Carlo was on the same day as our our dance. I said to hell with this dance and the girls and stuff. I'm going to go watch this movie. I mean, I'm gonna, you get your priorities straightened out. I love it. Well, you know, I mean, it is what it is. So uh, yeah, no, I I was so excited when uh, Henry asked me to to chat with you one more time. Uh, anything outstanding, anything that, 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 that you'd like to just you know, let the listeners know about the movie and why it'd be so important for you to go see it? I think it's just, it's overall, it's, it's a good story. Um, there's some great car action in it. Um, you'll get to see some parts of Italy because we filmed the whole thing in Italy. So you're going to see some, you know, really gorgeous uh, landscapes that just, it takes your breath away. They're just beautiful. Yeah. Well, we're going to air this. I'm airing this uh, interview. In fact, I'm probably going to be by myself for six hours because for whatever reason, everybody else has family. I do too, but, you know, <laughs> I'm probably going to air both your interviews, the one we did originally, then do this one back to back, and I'll probably sh- sprinkle it through six hours of uh, of radio, which I do every Sunday on KCBQ. So, yeah, I'm a staunch fan of yours, my friend. One of these I days, appreciate that. Thank I you. I can have a beer and we can talk because I'm sure you and, – and, 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 again, I said it last interview, and I'll say it again. 2024, the Robert Nagel book is coming out. <laughs> I do need to do something like that. Oh, oh we've had this conversation. I know, I know, I know. Not going to leave you alone. I'm going to bug hey. you till you do it. So just be ready. Yeah, please do, Dave. And by the way, you're not the only one that's that's asked about that. So there must be something there. It's got to tell you something, and you're not getting any younger. No offense. I'm what? Really huh? <laughs> hey, and a book from you will put you on Easy Street, and you won't have to risk your life anymore. Hmm. Think about it. Yeah. Think no, you got something there for sure. All right. Hey, I'm going to wish you a very, very, very Merry Christmas. And I cannot wait to see the movie. And you know there's going to be a backup interview because then I, once I see the movie, then I've got to have you back on and we'll talk about it because eventually it'll be on DVD and it'll be all the streaming services. And Right. I have. No, yeah, I would love I have, that, Dave. Have all the Ford versus Ferrari. My wife, like I told you last time, she says, "Oh, let's watch Ford versus Ferrari tonight." <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love that. Time she says it, but I'm, I'm thrilled to death, and I love her to death for it. So, buddy, you have a great Merry Christmas, and I will be talking to you down the road. A wonderful Merry Christmas to you, Dave, and your family, and I look forward to chatting with you again, my friend. Okay, take care. All right, bye.
Folks, hey, welcome back. This is Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment's brought to you by San Eagle Gear and Axle. Anything undercarriage? Trust me, Steve is the guy. Go to sdgearaxle.com. He also is heavily into drag racing, so if you're a drag racer, you'll definitely want to know the tricks that he knows, whether he tells you or not. <laughs> That's another thought. All right. Last interview with Robert Nagel, stunt coordinator at Ferrari, the movie, and a whole lot of others Googling. This is the recap, and let me just sit, let you sit back and listen to this, and then when I come back, then I'll give you some more thoughts since after I went to it, you know, I've got more time to think about it. So sit back, grab some popcorn, take a listen. All right, folks, I got our good buddy Robert Nagel on. He's on first name basis now. And we are going to critique Ferrari. Uh, both Robert and I, in different towns, went to the movies. You did go on uh, uh, Christmas Day, didn't you? Um, I saw it prior to that. So I, oh. I was very fortunate. Yeah, I, I, I snuck into the premiere. <laughs> okay. So I watched, I watched it. I took my wife, who is a a critic for no, you know, no other combination other than I expected a little bit more motorsports activity. She loved the story, so I guess if you could hit an in between, I think I think the producer did it. Uh, I've told everybody because they've asked me, and I said, well, it, if you love motorsports, it's not really heavily embedded in motorsports, but what's there? is great and there's one scene that'll make your heart stop and that's all I'm going to say about it and Robert you know exactly what I, the scene Absolutely yes and it's it did its job It startled you I mean it literally cuz see I knew about Mila Amelia I knew that something had happened at that race that ended that race but I didn't think it was going to be as graphic a message as it is and I guess that's the best way to say it without keeping people from going to see the movie. Um, I agree. It, it touched on Ford versus Ferrari in a lot of different areas. I mean, so if you watch that and now watch this, the two are pretty close. The only thing that I noticed is Enzo's wife, who is heavily in charge of the pocketbook, wasn't necessarily represented that way in Ford versus Ferrari. Not that it's a bad, not that it's a good, because I think it's Just better different. she was brought into the movie in this movie because, again, it's all about Enzo Ferrari. Yes. And it's really, it's a, it's a, it's a snapshot in the life of yeah. Enzo Ferrari. Yeah. It wasn't from his birth, and it wasn't... Uh, to his death, necessarily. Uh, I kind of, and this is a, may sound a little strange, but I was expecting a lot more about Dino, but then I got mm. to think afterwards, this movie's not about Dino. That is just a slice of Enzo's life that haunted him his whole life. So I like the way that message was brought, brought about. I, I, I'm going to see it again. I'm definitely going to go see it again, probably tomorrow. Only because yeah, and I think I think you'll, you'll start picking up more details. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot there. Yeah, the scenery, 
the fact that all of it was done in Italy, uh, all of the different cars, uh, you killed me wrecking those cars. You literally <laughs> killed me. Dude. I got to tell you. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> but now you said you wanted to go and, and kind of get a feel of the audience. Now you went to the premiere. Yes. Thanks for inviting me. But uh, we what, sent it over. You didn't get it. Oh, oh now he tells me. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I am going this Friday uh, to see it with, in, a, in a regular audience, and I'm really eager to see and feel because it, it's going to have a different feel with you know the audience there. So I'm, I'm eager for that. Geez, that might even be another interview. Who knows? But when you went to the premiere, who was at the premiere? Everybody involved in the movie? Everybody involved, and then you know there's additional uh, people involved. Or not everybody. That's in, uh, let me back up. Key key head people are invited to the premiere, so not everybody's invited to the premiere. Um, and then, what was, what was their gut feeling? The reaction you described happened. Ah, got it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. I do have one complaint, and I need to talk to whoever puts that movie together. Why are you so far down on the credits? Jesus Christ! I stood there forever. I know. I. I have to talk to my agent. <laughs> no, I'm serious. My wife and I were both in there. Okay, what was his name again? I said, Robert Nagel. Keep your eye open. It's got to be there. <laughs> I think yeah. it's be right up I'm there. Typically, yeah, I'm typically listed uh, right after the cast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I finally found you, but I mean, I thought it was a little low on the list. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, without you, without you, what would they have had? A drama. A drama? Well, yeah. That movie was a drama. Let me tell you, that movie was a drama. But now I, I got to tell you, man. I mean, it it it, it kind of surprised me at first because I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then all of a sudden, once it got to the end, then you say to yourself, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. It all comes together. Yeah. Does it ever? And uh, what's what's uh, Penelope Cruz? Yes. If, she doesn't get a nomination for an Oscar she, in that movie. She was fantastic. Dude, and I didn't recognize her. And neither did oh, my good. Really? Yeah, and I think that's stupendous that you didn't it recognize is. her. I have never seen her do a role like that. Yeah, there's a real value to what Michael did with her uh, physically so that, yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean... We were, you know, we were sitting there all of a sudden. We seeing her name splatter across the screen. I went, Penelope Cruz? Are you kidding?" And, then <laughs> who, and who was the other guy that was one of the drivers? Who's a an actor that's been around forever, but you would never have thought Dempsey. Dempsey, yep. What that? Now has he always been a gearhead? Apparently, you know, I didn't talk to him about that in depth. Um, we did talk about his racing which he's done quite a bit of. Okay. So yeah. then so he has raced. Okay. That, okay. That yeah. No, he's, he's, he's damn good. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I, I wish he would have had more of a role in the movie, but then again, you know, so, I mean, everybody would like to see their favorite or whoever, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yep. God. Uh, well, like I say, I'm, I'm telling you folks, uh, you need to go see it. And then you need to go find the book 
on Enzo Ferrari and then re-cover to cover. And a lot of the movie will make a lot, I mean, will make more sense after you've read, you know, the history of, of Enzo Ferrari. Uh, but it was extremely well done. The, everything about it, the cinematography, the action you know, shots, and there should be some Academy Award nomi- nominations, I think, personally. Not because you and I are talking, because <laughs> I didn't think that was the case. I wouldn't even have to bring it up. But I, I think yeah. there's... I think I'll there's, be amazed. I'll be amazed if that doesn't happen. You and me both. But, you know, no offense, but me and the Academy Awards are not the best of friends. You know, I thought Will Smith should have got an award for uh, the one he did with uh, the, the football injury. What the heck was that called? Uh, you know, where he, he was a doctor, and he was uh, oh, um, what was it? Seven pounds or something like that, right? Something like that, where he sat in the sat in the, and had a mason jar with an egg in it and shook it like three times and said, "That's the concussion of a football player." God, I can't think yes. of it. See, now, he should have got an Academy Award for that. That that movie was just, it kind of turned me on, on football to a certain degree. You know, and if I had a son, I don't know if I'd let him play. But anyway, we digress. So, <laughs> job well done, my friend. Job well done. I mean. Thank you so much. That that means a lot to me. Thank you. The, stunt, the stunts in that movie. And you know what? We talked about the engines that's in those Ferraris. You guys put those the sounds of a true Ferrari engine into that car. Unless you figured out a way to exhaust pipe that car to sound like a Ferrari, they were very well meld together. So that those are actual recordings of a Ferrari. real Ferrari. Yeah. So and we I, yeah they they found they found one to record and and to be able to rev to yeah you know seventy five hundred so that it sounds correct. Yeah, yeah, and the dash layout, the gauge layout, and the other part I enjoyed was when uh, Enzo was in the factory where the race cars are being built. It was almost identical from Ford versus Ferrari. You know, it almost looks like the basement of somebody's home where they're. And you would think building a Ferrari race car it'd be a high tech, but it no. wasn't. Yeah. No, it's not. I got to yeah. tell you, you know, we 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 made several of them out of aluminum, the bodies that yeah, were going to get crashed. And it, it was, I felt it was almost a crime to paint them because they were so beautiful just in their bare aluminum to see the craftsmanship was stunning. Well, a crime to, to paint them. What about a crime? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. You don't know what I'm talking about. And, and, and it looks to me like you got actual craftsmen putting the, well, you probably had to, to put the cars together. Yep. Yeah, unbelievable, Robert. I-, I cannot wait for your next escapade, and I don't even care if it's automotive or not. I am more than happy to sit down and chat with you. And now that I notice you're up north a ways, one of these days, if you're ever in San Diego, or if I'm in your neck of the woods, you let me know, and I'll buy you a beer. I'll take you up on it, and it's always a pleasure to sit and talk with you. It really is. Okay. Well, I tell you, you it's job well done, and you can. You know, for whatever it's worth, you can tell whoever, job well done. Thank you. It's you know, it was a massive team effort, and uh, I think it pays. You know, shows. But thank you for that. All right, all right. We'll talk to you down the road. You have a wonderful new year, and I cannot wait to see what Robert Nagel's got set up for 2024. Best to you, and happy new year. Thank you. All right, buddy.
，拜拜。All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Segment's brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair. It's got another location, 7447 University Avenue in lovely La Mesa. John uh, is just a dear friend. He's an App Auto Care ASC certified AAA approved shop. Really does a phenomenal, phenomenal job. And uh, you can get to him with John's, San Diego Auto Repair.com. John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. His warranty is three or 36 because he's part of Napa. And he's AAA approved, so there's a lot of more positives than you can shake a stick at. All right, so I hope you enjoyed those three interviews. You do need to go to the movie. You, uh, see, I'm trying to think of the girl. I think it's Penelope Lopez. No, Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what, folks. My wife and I didn't even know it was Penelope Cruz till the movie was over when we looked at the credits. She should get at least a nomination for an Academy Award. That would have to be next year because they already announced the nominations oh. for Academy Award. Yeah. But, yeah, but, you know, it, but she was awesome and i'm not going to tell you anything about it because i know you're eventually going to go or at least you're going to get i'm definitely going to go watch this movie yeah Yeah. and there's one scene in it i'm just going to tell you from a stuntman point of view talking to robert and i think you caught it in the last interview he did it's i don't get shocked very often but there's a scene in the movie that will shock you literally shock you and I shouldn't have been shocked because it was one of the reasons Emil Amelia is no longer. Uh, so let's flip just for a second. If you're a hardcore automotive journalist, it wasn't as authentic as it could be. Just like Ford versus Ferrari wasn't as authentic as it could be. But you, I hope you came in with the expectation like, okay, they're going to make a few changes. Oh, sure. I always do. Okay. I always do. But I, But I thought it would have more race scenes than it did um yeah looking at uh some of like the re- like the poorer reviews they say they glance over post-war f1 le mans or any of the classic races well do you know how long that movie would have to be if they did it right it would be like the 2003 ferrari movie where it's three and a half hours <laughs> thank you very much yes. yeah yeah <laughs> exactly so it was the only other thing it was all shot in italy the people were Italian. Mm-hmm. A little hard to follow some of the dialogue due to their accents. Um, it skirted some some information that you picked up at Ford versus Ferrari. That was some of it was right, spot on. Some of it was not. Uh, for example, when uh, Ferrari had uh, contracted with Fiat and Ford because he was bleeding money uh, because all of his money was going into motorsports and he wasn't selling enough production cars to offset the amount of money he was spending on racing. He didn't really, they didn't really portray him as the owner that was as vicious as he was when it came to winning. So could you pick it apart? Sure. Because I've read books on on Ferrari, I've read books on his his reign. 
I think the 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 uh, if you've never if you're not an enthusiast, you'll like the movie. If you're not a big time enthusiast, because there's a little bit of everything in it. But the hardcore enthusiast, they were not thrilled with it. But I I highly recommend you go see it. If nothing else. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go see it again. I don't know about you, Brendan, but I go to a movie. If I like it the first time, I'll go again. Right. And obviously, you already announced that you're going to go again, too. Because right? I always get something more out of it the second time because all the the shock factors are, are, are pretty much gone. I do that with a lot of movies that I really, really yeah. love. I go back and I see, like, okay, so I was shocked this this one scene. Was there anything foreshadowing that other scene well, coming Well, to up? give you an example, it came up this weekend, uh, the last James Bond movie, Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? Yes, I did, yes. Okay. I didn't realize where the name Skyfall came from. And that was Bond's home where he grew up. Right. You know, at the end when they're with that, that rock, I call it a rock, that house out in the middle of nowhere in Scotland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was called Skyfall. Right. I, right. Didn't, I, I remember that part. Yeah. Okay, but I didn't put the two and two together, but I did again. So I like watching, I mean, I can watch movies. Then I've got friends that they'll watch it once and never watch it again. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So I, I'm sorry. I, I bet we did talk about this. Did we talk about uh, Ferrari selling 50 percent of it of his company to Fiat? Is that uh, well? That's that well. See, the whole idea was Ferrari needed money. Bottom right. line. Yeah, he was about to go bankrupt. Correct. From what I remember. So and, and he didn't want to sell to Ford, but Ford and Fiat had all the money. Because he wasn't going to sell the Chevrolet, and he wasn't going to sell the Chrysler. Of course not. So Ford and and Fiat. So what he did is he set up Ford Motor Company to make them think that he was going to sell to them. And while he was doing the negotiations, he sent one of his runners to Fiat and told and said, said, hey, guess what? Enzo's talking to Ford. And do you really want to lose the jewel of Italy by going to America? And that's what got Fiat to write the check. Right. Which totally irritated Ford. Of course. And that's why yeah, Ford, well, of course. You, that you, would have changed auto history as forever, we know it. Yes, Forever. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So there, so there is some of that in there as well. And in fact, when that happened, I mean, Ferraris never looked back. I mean, they've been on the map ever since. Of course. And they're, from a collecting car point of view, mm-hmm. it's off the charts. They're one of the most celebrated car companies still this day. I think like well, they, they their name and recognition is like top regards. When you though. think luxury, I think Ferrari's first, first thing I think of is a Ferrari. Whether you like All them or the not, time. whether you yeah. like them or not, it's just like when you think facial tissue, mm-hmm. what do you think? Kleenex, right? It's not the best tissue no, company ever, but, but you know, it, yeah. that's its name recognition. Okay. So, I so I have to ask since we're down to one more minute before the end yes. of the show. Add a ten for a regular movie, and add a ten as a car enthusiast. A car enthusiast, I would place it as a seven. Okay, as a movie as a, with cinema, just just normal movies, cinematography, cinematography sound, visual stunts. I'd give it an eight. Wow. Okay. So, not as good as Ford versus Ferrari. Ferrari, I would but. give it a ten and a ten. 
authenticity, I would give it a seven. Okay. But it's not, so it's not bad. It's still a passing grade with oh, everything that you said. So. Like I said, you know, I mean, it would be a movie that I recommend you go see, and you'd be you would be remiss if you didn't go see it. Right, and at least see it at least more than once too, because again, you'll get something well, and you'll it. know whether you want to see it more than once for sure. For sure. And I told Robert Nagel, I said your name is too far down the credits. That's right. I had to stand there for freaking twenty minutes, waiting for him to pop up. All right, folks, we got uh, Lifestyle Garage. Next, unfortunately, Tony's not feeling really well, so we're going to rerun one of his favorite shows all about dirt days. So you'll get well-educated if you didn't happen to check that movie out. And don't forget, you can go to any podcast and listen live, or you can go to the website. You can do it all right here on Yak Radio FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.